46-year-old Cheryl Coker was would last be seen on October 2nd, dropping her daughter off at school around 7.30 a.m. in Riverside, Ohio. According to police, she left the house around 7.15 a.m. to drop her off. It was reported she got home around 7.35 a.m. and would spend the next few minutes sharing posts on Facebook up until around 7.45 a.m. It all seemed to stop after that. So you're looking at what? 30 minutes, left house, got back, shared. Is that what you say? Yeah, so, yeah, okay. So the daughter would call her grandma to tell her that her mother was not home and she wasn't able to get a hold of her once the daughter got home from school. And the family would report her missing to the police. It would later, that day, they would find her car in the parking lot of Kroger's. The police would find a backpack containing her purse and cell phone in it. The family would get worried because they stated she would never leave without taking her phone. But that's more of a common thing nowadays. Oh, well, yeah, everybody's glued to their phone. Well, not only that, like, like most people pay all their bills, check, you know, their bank account, like, yeah. it, basically but your phone like, has everything on it. Yeah, you can pay from your phone, like mm -hmm. they scan it or whatever. Yep. And uh, police would track down surveillance video that shows her car being drove into a parking lot, well, in that parking lot, which is like about a mile from her home, less than a mile from her home. This occurred at 10.52 a.m. on Tuesday. There was something in the video that would catch their attention. It was an individual all dressed in black. They appeared to have a hood pulled up to cover their face, and they would walk through the parking lot toward the direction of their house. Around 11.13 a.m. on Tuesday, well, same day. I don't know why I keep saying on Tuesday. But as reported, a caller would call dispatcher. You're looking at, what, 20 minutes later, and reported a suspicious white male dressed all in black with his hood pulled up walking in the neighborhood. The caller would see the individual and turn around because they felt the person was up to something. The second time they would see the individual, uh, he covered his uh, face with his hands. And a second witness would confirm the individual in the location and thought it was odd they were dressed for cold weather when it was too warm. I'm assuming the way from watching like the stuff, I think it was like this type of weather. Which that's October. See, on Ohio, be probably 60s, you know, decent weather. And they're dressed like it's cold. Well, yeah. And it was reported that the individual was wearing white gloves. Who was the unknown white male? The question could possibly lead to her husband, Bill. Uh, it was reported she had filed for divorce from him on September 21st. So this is what... That's not too long before that. You know, before she disappeared. But uh, she was seeking custody of their teenage daughter and spousal support. They had been married for 19 years. The odd thing... Bill had a girlfriend, and she knew about the woman. It was reported she had, be, she had begun dating as well, a man that she had met, and I read she had told family they had become swingers, but in, but in the summer of that year, that was when he had a girlfriend he was refusing to drop. And it was mentioned he didn't want a divorce, is what basically she told, I guess, the family. So he probably wanted to keep the perfect family image for the town, I would say, and still... Yeah, people are too worried about what people think. Yeah, and he wanted to keep up, yeah, basically keep up the family image with her youngest daughter until she finished school. And she had an older daughter, from my understanding, from a previous marriage. But one thing that struck odd before her disappearance were some texts. Uh, Bill's girlfriend told the police that Cheryl had sent a text asking if she was to die or was in the picture, would she you know, pursue a permanent relationship with Bill? 
this would occur in late August. What if Cheryl didn't send that text? Like, that would be odd. Would you, like, say, I'm seeing another woman on the side. Would you send her a text saying, you know, if I was to die or wasn't in the picture, would you try to have a, you know, a permanent relationship? No, because she'd already be dead and no one would know. Well, you, you know what I'm and saying. So would she, though. Like, you guys would be in the same hole. Don't test me. But what I'm saying, though, like, do you think she actually sent that text? Or do you think he did? Making it seem like her. Uh, maybe. Because this would have been, this would occur in late August, so. I don't know, because, you know, some people are like that, like, stupid. <laughs> so she could have sent it, but he also could be trying to. Another text would come from Bill to Cheryl on the 24th of September, and it read, Thanks for putting the nail on my coffin. And later that day, a text from Cheryl to a co-worker, it read, I will be in tomorrow if I'm not dead. To me personally, that tension was there between the married couple, with them two texts there. Well, could that be like a suicidal type thing well, as well? Well, the 24th, that's when he says, you know, thanks for putting the nail in the coffin. That's three days after she filed for divorce, which he didn't want. And then she's basically saying later that day, which is the 24th, saying, I'll be, I'll be in tomorrow if I'm not dead. Do, do they know if October there was any 2nd. other threatening stuff? I don't know. That's the only thing that I could find. But if that's later that day, maybe. Because I feel like what, that's a big jump from. Well, even if it wasn't. Because that is an expression people use. I know, but <laughs> but even so, if it wasn't text, they might have seen each other that evening at home. Well, and yeah, fight. that's what I'm saying. Like, if anybody would know of other yeah, threatening situations. So. He probably, yeah. Well, the weekend before she went missing, she had attended her niece's wedding while Bill took their daughter on a trip to Florida. His girlfriend attended that trip as well. Did Cheryl know the girlfriend went too? Possibly. I would think she would. Because would you, like, kid-wise, I don't see a, a kid keeping that away from their parents. Yeah. Like, even though she's a teenager, I don't see her doing that. But they returned that Monday night on October 1st, just hours before she was last seen. Cheryl has never been found or heard from since. And her husband states he had nothing to do with it and has never hurt anyone in his life. But according to police, he is a suspect on their list. Once they felt she was a victim of murder, and that was just last year, February 2019. And, uh... Watching the video and stuff, uh, you could probably YouTube it, but just type in her name. But you literally, you see a, her vehicle pull in. You see a guy, like I said, all, like we, we talked earlier, dressed in black, walk across the parking lot. Like, they catch him on different cameras throughout town walking back that way. And there's another, there's a picture, because he goes into a store, like, later that night. Or later that evening, and he has like it looks like a bruise on his elbow and stuff. So, do you think do you think the husband done it? Uh, I mean, it sounds like it. Like everything, I I think it sounds like he. I mean, it's very obvious. Like so, I mean, maybe not, but yeah, I guess I like I've said this many times in cases. Because sometimes it's not the obvious answer, but sometimes things are just open and closed. I've said this in a lot. 
of episodes. Like, you can never be 100% certain for sure on stuff like that. So it just kind of depends on, like, you can be 99% sure, but there's still that 1%. Maybe somebody else did do it. But if she's never been heard from, seen from since, like, where did she go? Like, what did he do with her? You know what I mean? Like, where did she go? Because there's really nothing to say where she went. She's never been heard from again. Like, I think it's very, very interesting. So, a lot of stuff does that up to him. It's just what you believe if he did do it. Because if he's, if he's the one that drove her vehicle, and he was the last person to see her alive, why would he drive her vehicle to a parking lot? To set it up to make it look like she drove and disappeared from another place. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Is that the way you look at it? Yeah. It just seems very obvious that him. Like, it may really be just a open and closed, obvious, simple case like that. But there's, I guess the only reason nothing's being done, like, they are the suspects, but there must not be any evidence because they don't know where she's at. But like I said, he could be telling the truth. It, it, it's really hard to tell. I'm, I'm really interested to see where this case goes because I haven't heard of any updates yet. So I'll have to check into that. But, uh, is that all you got? I believe so. All right. Uh, we uh, thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you.